Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. It's different for everyone. One thing is certain, every day there's an opportunity for a win. Just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Everyday grab-and-go, everyday giftable, everyday fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher High Roller Blackjack, with a chance to win up to 10 times your prize. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to a retailer near you. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 4.16. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. It's different for everyone. One thing is certain, every day there's an opportunity for a win. Just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Everyday grab-and-go, everyday giftable, everyday fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher High Roller Blackjack, with a chance to win up to 10 times your prize. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to a retailer near you. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 4.16. I've never been one of those people that will say the current year is the worst. You know, you know the people that will say, oh, t- you know, 2012 was the worst. 2019 was the worst. You know, you know, like if you were liberal in particular, 2016 was the worst because Trump was elected and all that. And I, I mean, I guess if Biden get elected later this year, I'll, I'll probably say the same thing. <laughs> but that being said, if there's ever been a time I would love to hop into a DeLorean and go to another time, it will be this year. Because I'm pretty sure I am not alone in saying 2020 absolutely sucks. America, here's the podcast where we talk politics, a little entertainment, some culture, and this and that from the road to your ears. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. And welcome to another episode of Trend Chat. I am your host, Brian Bledsoe. And here we go. This is different now. If you want to connect with us, whether on Facebook or Snapchat, it's at TrentChat247. But if you want to connect with us on Instagram or Twitter, it's at Brian L. Bledsoe. The L stands for ludicrous as not the rapper, but this year, 2020. I really just, yeah, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I, I, I thought about that for like, the split second like i'm gonna say something clever in there and anyway so yeah um (laughs) like i said i'm pretty sure i'm not alone like i said and and this whole year has been just we would love to do a a do-over and i'm thinking i'm going to just name this episode you know let's let's just cancel 2020 or something like that i don't know but um i mean Honestly, it has been a like a study stream of horribleness. It's not the one I couldn't pronounce that because that's not even a word. But but you get what I'm saying. I mean, it's oh, it just it seems like it, it never ends. And here we are now. I guess first off, I would just say we're broadcasting out of Missouri. Um, I said maybe 50 miles outside of Kansas City a little bit um on our way to michigan actually tomorrow but um but yeah it's now 
we're in, you know, it's hurricane season. <laughs> so I'll be, I mean, that's every year, but having hurricane season on top of all of what's been going on, it's just like, oh, you, you would hope that maybe, you know, there would be, okay, hurricane season just going to take a year off or something. But, um, but no, that's, that's not how it goes. <laughs> so, um, so now we have that. I mean, we already had, I think, what, Hurricane Hannah already and a couple others as well. But now we got that to look forward to. Yay. So, but I'm just, I'm just thinking about this, this whole year in, in particular. I, I don't know. I, I didn't expect this to be like some sort of year review type episode. But, um, I mean, I guess I can just kind of start off just from what i'm thinking of now so the year kind of started off nice for me personally i would just say because um you know in january i i went and visited a friend in arizona we went to you know went to the range shot some guns and we went hiking and it was you know it was a nice couple of days and then boom news hit right after you know right at the end of that trip (laughs) um hear about kobe bryant dying and you know we were both fans of of kobe so when we heard the news everything you know the move everything just you know came real somber um and i mean actually it seems like it's just been constantly bad news ever since i mean i mean you had that you know and what what you know went on with there you know with the helicopter crash with uh, Kobe Bryant and all that, and pretty much, uh, what? I mean, y'all. I mean, even then there were talks about you know about the coronavirus and all that, and if it's spreading and how, um, uh, how important you know if it's really going to you know come here and all of that, and just um, they also you know. On top of that, we also had the impeachment that Congress was trying to do at the same time. So I feel like that was a bit distracting from um, worrying about coronavirus. They were too too busy trying to impeach Trump. But that being said, then coronavirus hits. <laughs> and, you know, the Wu flu, the China virus, the Wuhan shutdown, you know, just making sure I say all of that to make sure you don't don't forget where it came from china don't don't forget that because i you hear a lot of people in the media just try to um dismiss that or try to make it seem like if you mention that that's somewhat racist no we're talking about the origin of where this came from i know you want the people in the media want to you know placate to to china try to you know try to coddle them and whatever or try to i don't know try to absolve them from <laughs> from their part in all of this but yeah so we have that and then all, you know all, with all the shutdowns and um uh, everything that's been um going on since then opening you know closing again <laughs> and just watching the majority of people just accept what these states and cities are, you know, doing to where they just let them do whatever. And most people are just letting them do it with the, like, whether it's the mass mandates or just shutting down the economy or shutting down church services. 
and all of that. And most people give no consideration to how this is going to affect, you know, our rights in the long term. I mean, I have no problem if people choose to follow recommendations, um, you know, of whatever, whether it's mask or whatever. But my problem is when it becomes mandatory, therefore increasing the government's control over the people. But I mean, but let me just say this, though, (laughs) you know, when I'm saying things kind of like this, you know, especially if um, if someone like myself, you're pro-life and you um, making arguments, you know, uh, about abolishing abortion and and stuff like that. When you ever whenever you start making those comments, you're pretty pretty sure you're going to come across someone that makes the, the despicable argument. I mean, it's just horrendous that someone makes this argument, but it ne- almost never fails when you um, get into those arguments when it comes to abortion. And you'll come across someone that is pro-choice, and they'll just say something like, well, I hope you have a daughter and get, you know, gets raped and and get pregnant. And then you, you'll change your mind about abortion then. Uh, I mean, that's, like I said, it's just that despicable, you know, way of wanting you know wishing something on um on someone just because you you know you disagree but but like in this case so if you're talking about your concerns as far as uh government overreach uh, when it when it comes to this you know everything about coronavirus someone would probably say i bet if you had a loved one with you know covid you wouldn't care about your rights so much so let me just say this right now I do know someone that had COVID that tested positive. I had a loved one that tested positive. So now in knowing that, has that changed my opinion as far as what is, um, what's been going on with the government and, and how they're, what, what, what their new powers is how they're going to infringe more on our rights. Not one bit still hasn't changed because I said this before, said this, you know, before on the podcast. Also, I know there was a um, article on um, on the Daily Signal that, you know, asked me about being conservative and all that. I've mentioned it on there as well. And I'll say it again now. I advocate for conservative principles because they're best for everyone, regardless of my personal outcome. So. That's how I'm look. That's how I'm looking at all of this that is going on. It's not how what's how it's going. It's going to be best for me. No, I'm looking out for making sure that these policies and principles that I advocate for, I fully believe are best for everyone. Like I said, regardless of whether I benefit from it or not. So let me, I just want to say that for, you know, for the people that want to make that, um, disturbing (laughs) argument. And, um, but on, so after all of this with coronavirus, with COVID, with the boo flu (laughs) and, um, and all of that now, I mean, which I will say is going on now. You watch people across the country embrace a socialist, Marxist, communist, quote unquote, progressive 
organization like Black Lives Matter that use like a small number of horrible, unfortunate police interactions, um, especially what happened uh, a few months ago with George Floyd and use those few um, horrible events and basically use that as a, a Trojan horse, I will say, to advocate Marxist policies that will just trample over what's left of, of our freedom and basically just just be slaves to their government. I mean, to be quite frank. I mean, yeah, they'll say it's for the people, similar to, you know, the official name of China is the People's Republic of China. Well, that, that's a nice sounding name for a communist country. And I mean, people eating it up. I mean, you got media, celebrities, sport leagues, all using all their influence uh, to push this on the public to to basically to do what, as Obama said, and, you know, uh, what was it? A couple. It was a couple of days before he actually was elected in 2008. They're doing exactly and are pushing towards fundamentally transforming the United States of America. So it's um, <laughs> it, all this has been going on, and like I said. This is July. We're getting close to August. Like I said, I didn't think this was going to be like some sort of year in review or something like that. But, um, but yeah, that's so far. And we don't, you know, we have the election coming up soon. So, I mean, who knows? Like I said, I've never been one of those people, but I have a feeling that, um, if, <laughs> How this year is going so far? I think this year I'm I'm probably be one of those people that just may say you know, you know, 2020 was was just horrible. This is Trend Chat. Hey guys, this is Morgan Zegers, the founder and CEO of Young Americans Against Socialism. We are a nonprofit organization working to preserve a free, fair, and prosperous America for generations to come, all by equipping our generation with the truth about socialism. If you are interested in watching our educational videos, donating to the cause, joining the Ask Coalition, or becoming a contributor, you can do all of these things at fightsocialism.org. We hope you'll join us in this crucial fight for the future of our great country. Thanks! Hey, it's Lawrence Jones with Fox News. Check out Trend Chat with my brother Brian Blesso. So you want to keep America great, but you don't know where to go to get some Trump-centered gear? Check out TrumpMode.com. And if you put in the code TRENDCHAT, you get 10% off. So at TrumpMug.com, they have flags, coins, mugs, of course. So go to TrumpMug.com, put in the code TRENDCHAT, get 10% off. Again, TrumpMug.com with the code TRENDCHAT for 10% off. So, um, well, one, um, I guess... It has been a while. That's actually been a couple of weeks um, since the last episode with director Justin Malone talking about Uncle Tom, and um, and I guess some things have kind of uh, 
some of the stuff I can bring up right now would be old news. So it really wouldn't be as trending as this, you know, this podcast supposed to be talking about trends and all that or, you know, what's trending. But um, I just want to make sure I, I still want to, you know, say this. Nick Cannon is a racist. Just I, I mean, don't really want to go much more into it like i said it's kind of old news but i just want to make sure that's on the record <laughs> nick cannon is a racist using the same language that white supremacists would use to devalue black people he did the same to try to devalue white people and you know that's it i'm that i'm have nothing else about that so um um i guess i haven't done well i have been doing these a little inventory updates i guess but uh i just kind of been backing off of them because there was nothing new to to really say but um that being said i guess i guess I is that even the music i use for that i don't know i don't i don't know if that's the right one or not anyway it doesn't matter <laughs> so um the inventory update right now is that it's the same from I think the last time I mentioned is that um, pretty much everything else for the most part in most places I've gone to across the country uh, most stuff is pretty much restocked except <laughs> uh, disinfected spray and disinfe disinfected spray in particular I will say because I've seen you know hand sanitizer you I see pretty much everything else, but the one thing I'm still is rare to see on the shelf is disinfectant spray. Now, second to that is disinfectant wipes. Those two in particular, are just two items that are just hard to find still. Um, and even, even with the disinfectant wipes in particular, if you do find them, there's it's still not a lot of them. And so again, I guess I would keep saying this is that, if you're still looking for those two in particular, now uh, it, it varies depend, depending on where you are across the country. There's some places that are still short on a lot of the stuff like sanitizer and um, to, uh, even having still having a bit of a meat uh, shortage and all that. But generally, I, I would say a lot of places are pretty much kind of uh, about 75% restocked. And, but the two things that you just can't find still is disinfectant spray and uh, wipes. So when it comes to that, I just, I guess I just keep mentioning this part, especially is that um, your best bet is to go first thing in the morning uh, whenever these stores open up. Because when we deliver, deliver the loads and all that, it's, um, you know, it's normally early in the morning and then they put it on the shelf early. And it, it's normally there. You have a, a much better chance in getting it in the morning than trying to wait till after work or something like that, or even by noon. So, um, so yeah. So that that's the the inventory update for this. Um, that's a whole nother sound. All right, man. You got you got. <laughs> it's a whole nother sound. <laughs> okay. Anyway, it really doesn't matter. So. <laughs> um, with that, I guess let's just go into the shout outs because we haven't, I don't know if we did it last episode or not. But anyway, yes, now that is the right sound. <laughs> so, so shouting out the locations across the globe, actually. So, 
Um, starting off with the countries, let's put it that way. Um, Germany. Yes. People in Germany, thank you for listening out there. Whoever listening in Germany, you know, I, I would say, you know, contact us, but, you know, everybody contact us. I don't think I even mentioned this in the beginning. So it's trenchat247 at gmail.com. That's our email address. So, yeah, thanks to Germany. Thanks to Peru. Thanks to Mexico. And obviously, number one with 95% is the United States. <laughs> so, but still, again, the fact that I see other countries that have listened to this show is always mind boggling. So, anyway, <laughs> now going to the cities, as I just mentioned, you know, we're broadcasting close to Kansas City tonight. And number 10 is Kansas City. Matter of fact, that is, is it 10? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're about to find out if it's 10. I'm not going to count it. So, all right. Yeah. Kansas City, number 10. Butler, Pennsylvania. Number nine. Clinton, North Carolina. Is number eight. I shouldn't have started this count. <laughs> Clem. Oh, boy. This is the one I haven't heard. Um, Clem. Uh, Clee. Elam. And the song has stopped. the song back up again. Um, Clee Elam, <laughs> Washington. It's it's C L E E L U M, Washington. So I, I butchered that name. I know I did. And so then after that is Las Vegas, and Allen, Texas, Fort Worth, Texas, Dallas, Texas. All that is kind of in the same <laughs> Dallas Fort Worth area, North Texas. And then Clifton, New Jersey. And number one is all of the Texas, which, it, you know, it should be because why not? I mean, I live in Arlington. So, so yeah, appreciate everyone that has been listening. And I just love giving out these little shout outs because for one, it just it, like, it just amazes me to see, especially seeing the countries outside of the United States and outside of Texas, honestly. <laughs> But so yeah, all right, all right, cut out. So um, <laughs> so yeah, so in talking about everything that happened with um, twenty twenty, <laughs> and with all the shutdowns and all everything that's been going on, another aspect of all that is also the you know with events, you know, movie theaters, concerts, and etc. and no political conventions <laughs> and i i will say right now so the texas state convention republican state convention is still going if you <laughs> actually um i guess you could say we're standing at ease still <laughs> uh, we we were able to get um some parts of it completed we were able to get our delegates um elected and and other business because at the time we thought we you know we were uh, against the clock because we had to get everything turned in in a at a certain deadline so we could have it all ready for the national convention um i said it at the time because now the, the national convention has been canceled for the most part i mean the 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 business part of it that's going to be held in Charlotte is still going to go on, but the uh, other festivities that was going to go on in um, Jacksonville, all that was canceled. 
So, which also which kind of makes all that happened during the Texas State Convention just made it. Uh, it now it, it stings a little more because we were up to like three o'clock in the morning trying to make sure we got all that done before <laughs> before the deadline, and now it was all for nothing. <laughs> like we really could have just waited, could just took our time, and but like I said, we didn't know, we didn't know. So, but it just now, just just looking back at it, it's just like, oh man, I wish I could have got them hours back. <laughs> but, um, but you know, um, as far as the the convention itself or, or the state convention, we still have business to tend to, and we're working on that. And I guess we'll figure figure that out whenever. I don't know. So it's a uh, it's whatever. Really, <laughs> I guess we'll just find out. So. Now, one thing I want to also bring up right now is that I think I know I brought up that um, right now I am co-hosting a podcast, another podcast, if you can believe it, um, on Blexit, Texas. So if you don't know, I'm a I'm an advisor with Blexit, Texas, and we have started, a, I guess, a video podcast that we do every Sunday at seven o'clock with um with myself and harper price so it's called liberty and freedom so just want to mention that so you can check that out it's on the blexit texas facebook page and um just like i said search blexit texas and uh, i mean i'm guessing people know people who are listening here would know about blexit you know that's the organization that was uh founded by Kenneth owens and um, brandon tatum and so um and and now they have split off into have putting you know chapters in different states and so now they have the one in texas and so i'm a part of it as an advisor and i just want to mention that so if people want to check that out and actually we had an episode this past sunday but we two sundays ago we actually weren't able to because of everything that was going with going on with the convention so that's another thing like Man, I could have just done the podcast, <laughs> but anyway, no, no point of harping on that. No point of getting on, you know. Just it, it is what it is. Also, uh, a friend of mine also did a podcast. Not she's starting a podcast, and I don't know if it's even has it been haven't been published yet. But we did a podcast recently, and I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it's out yet, but. Um, it was just a conversation talking about a movie, a documentary called American Gospel. And and I will say that, you know, it's a great documentary. And I think people, you know, definitely check it out. It's called um, it's called American Gospel and Christ Alone. Yeah. And so um, check, you know, check out the podcast, check check out the podcast on on blexa texas and just want to put those out there i think i'm supposed to be doing some on instagram tomorrow uh well tomorrow being what what the 29th <laughs> so I, I don't know um but just one I, I guess i wanted to get all that out to one before i forget <laughs> so anyway um I'm going to start a, a segment that I've been wanting to do, but I'm going to do it after this after this break. 
And so first hear a word from expressions and we're going to get to this um, segment that we may do one time and one time only. This is Lacey Williams, the founder and president of Expressions Magazine, letting you know that you can order our quarterly magazine and support female conservatives by visiting express-conservatism.com or you can follow us on social media on Instagram with the username of expressions underscore conserve mag or on Twitter with the handle of at express underscore conserve. Get your copy today. This is Dana Lash and you're listening to Trend Chat. All right. Yeah. All right. I haven't played that in a while. That was a random selection, actually. So, um, so yeah, I wanted to, before we, I, well, I did want to bring up about this, you know, uh, the St. Louis couple that you know that was out there in front of their <laughs> in front of their house with um, a rifle and a handgun you know husband and wife not there and kind of the things that have been going on with them but uh but before that i want to get to this segment because i think it's funny <laughs> but uh um I just wanted to start this segment by saying <laughs> before I get into it is that, um, I mean, cause I've talked about all the problems, all what's been going on in, in 2020 and all that. And just how, Oh, just how depressing it, it all has been this year and all that. And that being said, there are a lot of, a lot of things that go on that are not really as dire as we want to make it seem. And it's whenever, that comes around whenever that happens people tends to say that well that's that's first world problems <laughs> like you know it's just it's not something that that big of a deal we kind of make it like it's <laughs> like, like it's so, so such a big deal but it's really it's really not so anyway from that i kind of had um something that happened and which i was complaining about kind of talking about the shopping carts and stuff like that <laughs> where that's the first world problem to be kind of to have that as a pet peeve that people don't put shopping carts in the stall and all that i mean it's not that big of a deal but it it, it irks me so whatever <laughs> and so that being said i want to start a segment called first world problems that is not the sound <laughs> Where's the sound of this? Like I had this all set up. That was a nice setup, and I ruined it. Again, it's like that's that's another first world problem. So, see, see how that would have sounded if I would have done that correctly. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I just want to have this snooty music in the background because, like I said, it's not really that important. But anyway, I just want to get this off my chest. So my birthday just passed last month. And you know, when um if you you know, when your birthday come around and especially if you sign up to get emails from 
you know, restaurants or whatever, a lot of times they want you to give your um, your birthday. You know, put your birthday so they can give you, you know, they email you a coupon or whatever for your, um, you know, for your birthday. Get 20% off of this or get a free meal or get this and that or whatever. And so I received one of these emails and one in particular that's it kind of you know it really is nerve-wracking is for waffle house so i had a email from uh, for a free waffle birthday waffle from waffle house so i go to uh you know i was parked next to a waffle house i said okay let me just get my you know my birthday waffle walked in there ordered a waffle and then they cooked it and everything, and then it was time to pay. I pulled out my phone. I said, uh, "Yeah, here's here's the email for my birthday waffle." And then they looked at it, and they, um, they they said, uh, "Well, I'm sorry, sir. Um, um, we have to have it printed." I'm like, "You're telling me you can't just?" I'm showing you the email right here. It says right right there. It has the reference number and the everything right there for you know for this birthday waffle. And you're saying you still can't just you know gr- you can't grant it because it's not printed. Like I have to go to a printer and waste paper to <laughs> and bring it back for you to accept it, even though I'm showing it to you. Anyway, all that being said. Why is Waffle House making me have to have to print a coupon that you sent via email? I mean, if it was so important that it has to be printed, why didn't you just send it in the mail? If it has to have, you know, have to be tangible, have to have paper on it. I don't, you know, just anyway, that, that, yeah, that's that's my <laughs> That's my rant. That's my first world problem. I don't know if I'm going to have another one. That's why I said this might be the first and last time we have that segment. So, there. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> I want, yeah, I guess to liven up the mood a little bit before I um, talk on this last subject, which is uh, the St. Louis couple, in which I have totally forgotten their name, and I don't have it written down. So, um, the couple that were outside when the Black Lives Matter protest went through a St. Louis suburb, and they broke down a fence, and then this uh, husband and wife came out. One had a handgun. The wife had a handgun, and the husband had a had a rifle, and they were out there. I would just say um, guarding their property because. You know they don't know who these people are, <laughs> and they've already um, destroyed some part of your property, uh, or if not, just part of the the property in the the in the community. And so anyway, uh, they were there, and not surprisingly, after that went well, that went viral. It, like it got, it was on all you know news channels and everything. And so now charges have been brought up and, but also they were brought up, but then also they were basically dismissed because the, um, I think the attorney general in Missouri, 
um, is, is not going to pursue. And so anyway, but all that being said, I'm not trying to get into all of that because I just wanted to kind of focus on this because if you own a firearm, I, and this is, this goes not only just for them because this goes for anybody. This is the advice. Actually, something I mentioned a little bit on the Blexit Texas podcast this past Sunday when my, my advice to anyone that owns a firearm, I mean, whether, you know, you had it for years or you've just become a fire, you know, a firearm owner or a gun owner. Um, like I've heard from, you know, there's been a, a huge uptick this year in gun sales and a lot of first time gun owners. So if you are one of those first time gun owners in particular, let me give you this bit of advice. Now that you have a firearm, you better know what you're doing. You better know the laws in in your state, in your town, in your city, and all of that. Because as soon as you show that firearm, and especially as soon as you pull it out and brandish that weapon, your life is going to change to some degree. It could be a small degree, could be a huge degree. You know, if you just put, you know, you brandish the weapon and you, you know, especially if you, if you're pouring it and all that, your life is going to change because one, if, um, you know, if the police is there and they, and they get involved and you, you know, you're pretty much going to have to, you know, have to either either go to the station or i mean like i said a lot is going to happen so if you're in a situation you better be sure that it's worth um pulling you know pulling that weapon because you're gonna have to go through a lot now you know little i say it could be little or a lot because look politicians for decades um have added it'd be a little needling laws when it comes to firearms um whether it's to the you know the federal level all the way down to the municipal level level you know so you best to just try to keep up with the laws and unfortunately a lot of people don't there are a lot of things that get um that, that get overlooked and people don't really realize that that they could be breaking the law or could be for whatever reason because of all these, you know, itty bitty little, you know, cuts into our Second Amendment rights. So, one thing, whether it's um, kind of like for that, so like for the couple in St. Louis, basic, you know, responsible gun handling helps. And like I said, Needing, you, know, you need to know everything <laughs> as much as possible, at least to try to cover yourself whenever you're going to brandish a weapon. Whenever you're going to sh- you know, a show of force by using a weapon, you need to know what you're getting yourself into and really think long and hard if the situation is it, if it's, is it worth it to, <laughs> to pull that weapon? Because for one, in this case, for that couple in St. Louis, so as soon as that happened, you know 
there were a ton of gun control activists and as, as well as you know black lives matter and all of them when that story went viral you know all of those people you know just were combing through all the books to try to find any little law to try to get them in trouble <laughs> try to pin them on something and it won't be it probably won't be hard because there are all these little laws that are out there and they can find something and kind of similar to you know like trying to find racism in, in everything <laughs> really but they'll find something so so yeah um that and but like i said that's the advice for anyone that is looking to become a gun, gun owner or who, or who has become one um recently so i would um but but still i hope that doesn't deter you from wanting to um exercise your second amendment rights so that's that's all we have for this episode and i appreciate everyone listening i appreciate you liking sharing and subscribing and so you know we've been going through a couple of changes like i guess you heard in the beginning we've kind of consolidated some of the pages and all that so anyway but we're still going to be here for at least a little bit while a little while longer so um thank you for listening and i guess until next week we'll chat with you later winning comes in all shapes and sizes it's different for everyone one thing is certain every day there's an opportunity for a win just like scratchers from the virginia lottery every day grab and go Everyday giftable. Everyday fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher High Roller Blackjack with a chance to win up to 10 times your prize. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to a retailer near you. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 4.16. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea.